Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. It's another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt here alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios with an office in Pinconning. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. Kevin, born and raised in Pinconning, and he's also the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement. And Kevin, I hope you had a great Christmas, and we are here, our final show of the year. Can't believe it. Boy, time flies, doesn't it, Walter? It does. You know, Happy New Year to you, as I was going to say so. Yeah, you got any big plans for New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? Well, we're going to go up north with some friends. Uh, we're going to go up to Black Mountain, and we're going to stay in a little resort for a couple of days and just kick back, relax, and enjoy a little music, a little little eating, a little cocktail here and there, and nice. just have some fun. So, yep. How about you? That sounds fun. Um, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be getting back into town, of course, and so I don't know. I think... We may have a small gathering. I don't want to do anything too crazy. We got a couple of friends that are going to leave town for a couple of months. They're going to go down and snowbird in Arizona, and uh, so we may get together with them just to, to have a little New Year's Eve celebration, play a board game or something. But probably low key, keep it easy. Yeah, we're going to keep it low key. But it's, yeah. you know, the older you get, of course, you're just a, you're just a kid now. But the older you get, like me, the wiser you get, supposedly, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we'll just low-key and have some fun and enjoy our friends. So, yeah. I would like to go and do a hike on New Year's. I'm going to make that a tradition, go on a hike on New Year's Day every year. Something like that would be would be fun. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. So, uh, apparently that's a thing people do out I'm, here in Colorado. They go on. I'm going to just give you a warning, Walter. You know where I'm headed, don't you? What? Watch out don't for be, the bears be and, and the lakes and the water. And yeah, Don't be hiking near water. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Well, luckily most of the lakes up uh, up here are frozen now. So. Well, Although that makes them even more treacherous, technically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how that could, could go. So, yeah. yeah for we'll, those we'll of you that safe. don't know, Walter has a little Walter or water issue when he's near it. So That's true. He tends, I he tend tends to, to fall into water if it's yes. nearby. It's, yes. it's an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. My track record's been okay l- lately. No, it hasn't. I fell in on one of my last hikes. So you're, you're there right. There you go. See? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't fall over into the water. Just the, the leg went in. And then I had a very cold walk, a cold rest of the hike because, you know, the water was very freezing. But uh, Well, now that you don't have a swimming pool, we can probably get your life insurance because I know the life insurance company is awful nervous with you having a swimming they, pool. They were. They were. They were constantly <laughs> checking in on me. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, too funny. Well, uh, we, for our final show of the year, are going to kick things off with a little fill-in-the-blank game here at the beginning. And, yes, I'm sorry. I've still got a little bit of a frog in my throat from the, the holidays and that kind of thing. But uh, we'll, we'll be on the mend and probably all better by next show, Kevin. Uh, but, yeah, we'll play some fill-in-the-blank. We'll let Kevin guide us through that and just have a little bit of fun to wrap up the year. We'll have a couple of other good topics to tackle today as well, including answering one of your questions uh, at the end of the show. So stay tuned for all of that. Kevin, let's just have some fun here. We'll cover a couple of different topics at the beginning of the show. And uh, I'm going to leave this kind of open-ended. You can take these in whatever direction you want. Just like back in school when we did fill-in-the-blank questions, you know, I always liked those sometimes uh, at least a, a little bit more than multiple choice just because it gave you a little bit of leeway to, to kind of <laughs> fudge a little bit if you, <laughs> there you <go>. <laughs> needed to <laughs> expand on your reasoning for something. Uh, so here we go. The first one is the best way to be sure you don't run out of money in retirement is to blank. How would you feel that? 
answering. Wow. You know, the, the kidding side of me says don't live too long, but back to the other <laughs> I side. I don't think right? everyone's going to be happy with that response. <laughs> no, though, right? no, no. Well, the best way to, you know, the, there's no surefire way, but the best way, in my opinion, is to have a good financial plan. And the reason is simple. When you stop working, your paycheck stops. So whatever you saved up until that point in retirement has to, su- has to supplement your income. And we have to produce income from it. And it has to take the place of your paychecks. So how do you know? How do you know that you saved enough? How do you know that um, you're in the right position, that you can retire at the age you do? Well, it all comes down to the good financial plan. We call it our simplicity plan. We're going to put in there what age you want to retire. Uh, do you have a spouse? What age do they want to retire? What's your income? More importantly, how much income per year do you think you're going to need? And if you don't know, we're going to have you fill out a budget sheet, budget sheet because that is very, very important. We need to know how much income you need. We're going to build inflation in there because as we see, inflation is going crazy. We need to keep up with inflation. We're going to have you live until 95. So we want at least enough money that you can live on until age 95. All of those things are going to come into play. And it all boils down to one very special thing. I call it your retirement number. What rate of return do you need to earn on what you've saved already to supplement your Social Security and maybe a pension to get you to and through retirement? And how, more importantly, how are you going to take those dollars and and convert them to income in good times and, more importantly, in bad times? When the market goes down, are you going to sell a bunch of shares of something? And what if the market doesn't come back? What if there's a different way to generate income without selling shares or principal? Those types of things, we're going to have that kind of discussion. So don't go into retirement without making sure that you're on a good financial ground because you do not want to run out of money. Walter, because that's the number, everybody's number one fear and they come in the office. They're afraid they're going to run out of money. So we tackle that head on and that's by building a good financial plan so you can see and understand and give you the confidence to go into retirement. It's a great answer. Much better than your, the first one that you were yeah, tossing I, out there. I, so. I, I just, you know, <laughs> you know, I kid around a lot. Oh, I know, I know. Um, no, that was great, and and certainly something I think people can can keep in mind and learn from if that's one of their top worries, which we know it is. That running out of money is more of a fear for a lot of people, even more than uh, than than dying. It ends up ranking higher. Many studies have shown that. Let's switch gears to the stock market. Uh, This one's really open-ended for you. So again, keeping in context that we're talking about retirement and planning for retirement, and our listeners are interested in that too, how would you fill in the blank of this prompt? The stock market has the ability to blank. Hmm. The stock market has the ability to create a lot of wealth, and then once you get to retirement, a lot of income if it's done right. So we all know the stock market has its ups and downs. We all know that, um, you know, when the market goes up, everybody's happy, and the market goes down, people aren't so happy. What happens to that ability to create all that wealth is emotions, typically. So we know it's a long-term investment. We've been saying that. How many years have we been doing this radio show, Walter? Five? At least five. At least five, yeah. So we've been saying this for five years. When you get in the stock market, the ups and downs are normal. It never just goes straight up. It goes up and down. That's normal. But what's more important is you got to take the emotions out of it and you just you got to stick to the plan. If you know if you don't need that money for 10, 15, 20 years and you're trying to time the market, which I hear a lot of people trying to do because oh this year, you know, the presidents, you know, we're going to change presidents maybe or the elections coming or you know what whatever's coming, interest rates are up, I'm going to get out of the market for that reason. Don't do that. 
Stick to your plan. Because we know, if you look at Warren Buffett, he just buys it and owns it and hardly ever sells anything going forward. And that time frame that you got going forward, the ability to create all that wealth is going to take time. It doesn't happen overnight. You know, you can hear about these stories. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens over years and years and years. And it happens with consistency. So when the market's down and you're, let's say you're uh, contributing to your 401k, you're buying stock at a lot much lower price. So let's look back at the pandemic. Market was down maybe 20, 30%. That money that was going into your 401k was buying that same share of that mutual fund in this case for 20 or 30% less. And what happened? The market came back up. All those shares you bought went up with that additional um, rate, rate or when the market started coming back. So this is a long-term game. It's always a long-term game. It's from the day you start to the day you leave this earth. And that's that's what you have to figure out. It's not a short-term game. Don't try to time the market. It never works. Don't try to guess who's going to do what. It, it never works. It's always the unforeseen and unknowable events that really tilt the market. And if you just look at the last time it was, it was the pandemic. Nobody's seen it coming, and look what it did. But if you hung in there, you stayed consistent, you held to your plan, you came out the other side okay. And I think that's the best way I can tell you to do how to create wealth is stick to the plan, get a good good plan in place, and consistently contribute to that plan over the years. Great points across the board on that one. All right, another fill-in-the-blank question for you, Kevin. You should run the other way if your financial advisor tells you blank. Hmm. I think if your advisor tells you he's, it, that advisor is pushing one product and it fixes everything. I think that's the telltale sign. In other words, if you go to an advisor, you come up with, you know, I, I want to do this, this, and this, and it's all the same product, then I, w- I would say start running another way because not one product does everything. And I'm talking, you know, it could be myriads of things. It could be, you know, bonds, everything. You put everything in a bond. You put everything in stocks. You put everything in annuity, whatever it is. No, there's, there's going to be a mix of things that come down the way that you are going to you know, diversify a little bit so the market's going to go up and down as we spoke about, that you can handle those rides a little bit better. So don't let an advisor push your product on you to fix the end all to everything. That never works. Yeah, it's another great point. All right, ripping through these. Here's another one for you. You wish more people understood that blank. That this is a long-term game. I know we just said that, Walter, but, you know, we you understood that this is a long-term game and you need a good solid financial plan customized just for your needs we need to put those life events in there we need to put your social security your pensions inflation all of those things and then do not go into retirement without a plan we have people come in here that retired without a plan i think you need you really under you really need to understand your paycheck stops your bills keep coming you have to plan for those you have to go forward and you have to have that mindset that you can overcome this don't go into retirement without putting a good financial plan together i think more times than not um we'll get i'd say out of 10 people walter that come in here we'll get three that retire without a plan don't do that please don't do that and if you do not have a financial plan currently and need to get one in place kevin ray can be a great person to talk to he of course is the leader of the insight folios team based in the tri-city area office right in pinconning you can come in have a conversation about your plan and get it under your belt and get ready for retirement in the proper way give kevin a call if you've got any questions 888-885-PLAN is the number 888-885-PLAN seven five two six again the way to get in touch or go online to insightfolios 
insightfolios.com, insightfolios.com. All right, Kevin, more fill-in-the-blank questions for you here. When somebody comes to visit with you for the first time, they're most likely to be worried about blank. I think they didn't save enough. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They come into the office. They know they're getting close to retirement, and their big worry is not running out of money at that time because they're not into retirement. Their big worry is, did I do enough? Did I, you know, did I save enough? Did I contribute enough? Did I, you know, did I do the right moves at work to, so I can get to retirement and then finally relax, uh, release some stress? I would say see, six, seven times out of ten, that's the first thing that people tell me. I don't think I saved enough. How much longer do I have to work? And I would say out of those six or seven times, 90% of the time, you're, you're in good shape. 10%, yeah, we got to work on, but 90% you're not. So most people come in, they're worried about did they do enough? And I tell everybody, once we get to that point and we figure it out and then you can see the stress relieve um, off their face, you're the hero of the story. It's not me. I didn't do anything but put it in front of you. You sacrificed. You've worked extra hours. You've missed games, kids' games. You did what it took to get you where you're at now. All you maybe need is a coach to get you through the next venture of your life, and that's going to be retirement. So how do you produce that income? How do you take what you've saved, what you thought wasn't enough? How do you turn that into income that's going to last you throughout the rest of your life? So that's pretty consistent when people come in and talk to me is they didn't, they're worried that they didn't save enough, and they're worrying how, they're, how many more years they have to work to get to where they want to be. Really good points there on that one, Kevin. All right. So worries are certainly very common things to talk about. Uh, Let's talk about mistakes. Here's the the fill-in-the-blank question for you. The most common mistake that you see pre-retirees and retirees making is? Well, I think, you know, let's talk about a pre-retiree. You're getting ready to retire. You've been in this growth mode. So when you've been investing in your 401k, it's primarily, for most people I see, is growth stocks. Growth stocks, you know. You know, you've been trying to accumulate maybe a million dollars or whatever it is, and you've been on the growth growth um, trail. You know, we've all been conditioned, right? You hear mutual funds, oh, this mutual fund's done 10% for whatever amount of years. We've all been kind of trained to focus on growth, growth, growth. But guess what? When you get retired, when you get into retirement, growth shouldn't be as important as income. Income should come first, and then growth should come second. And there's a way. there's ways to do that. You're going to need paychecks from here, the day you retire, to the day you leave this earth. And you may, and we also may need paychecks for your spouse if you leave this earth earlier than your spouse. So the, I think the most common mistake is not concentrating on how they're going to take what they saved pre-retirement and turning that into income in retirement so they can do all the things they dreamed about and all those hard years they put into um, working at one particular company or maybe many particular companies to get them to and through retirement. All right, Kevin, we got one last one here to cover, so let's hit it. And this last item is uh, one that's more a little bit focused on you to, to kind of wrap things up. Ooh. The most gratifying part of your job is blank. Oh, that's easy. Is to see everything come as planned. Does that make sense? To, to see kind of every everything come to fruition that you yeah, that you yeah. laid out for your client. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've got over, you know, this three, 30 years that I've been doing this, I've been, I've had people with me from day one that are still with me and I've got to meet their family. I've got to help them plan in retirement and do all these life events that we keep talking about. And we become really good friends, almost part of the family. And that's the most gratifying part of my job is, is when I get to sit down and I get to be honored because you're inviting me into your life. You're inviting me to know all these things. 
and then we get to know one another a little bit better. That's the fun part of my job. If you come in my office uh, during Christmas, Walter, we probably have 200 Christmas cards here um, just from clients. And it's just, you know, we're grateful for it. We're, you know, we're honored to, to be in their lives. And it's just a fantastic part of my job. I tell everybody, everybody looks at me because, Walter, you said I've been doing it 30 years. They want to know when I'm going to retire. I said, I can't retire. This doesn't work. This is fun. I may cut back a little bit. I may not work five days a week. I may work three or four, but this is fun for me. I, this is the most gratifying portion of my job is to sit down and help people. I think I was born to do that. Just sit down and help people, give them the answers they've been looking for, and help them along the way. It's become more of a calling for you over the years. It, it has. Like, yes, yes, Which is has. very cool. Well, again, if you need help guiding through the retirement planning journey, no matter if you're a year away from it, a couple of days away from it, hopefully you're getting in touch and reaching out and putting together a plan a little further in advance than that. But even if that's your situation, uh, Kevin has certainly done you know CPR on financial plans <laughs> right before uh, somebody yes. goes into that retirement, right? You've, you've, you've had that experience a few times. You've had to do it, yes. Yeah. yeah. It can be done. Um, always better to come in a little earlier than that. So a couple years away, even if you're five, ten years away from retirement, the time to start planning for it is now and making sure that you are addressing all of those issues and moving parts. So here's the way to get in touch with Kevin Ray once more, 888-885-PLAN. If you get the voicemail, leave a quick message. Kevin and the sensational Stacy will be back in touch with you uh, to set up that time to visit and chat, whether that be over the phone or Zoom or in person in the office and pin conning, uh, whatever is convenient for you. You can start that journey that way. 888-885-PLAN is the number, 888-885-7526, or go online to insightfolios.com. More to come on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. We believe it only takes three steps to build your financial future, and that's it. You shouldn't waste your time getting bogged down by complicated numbers and confusing financial products. Why worry with the minutia? Three steps is all it takes. Step one, you talk. Step two, we act. And step three, here comes the fun part. You relax. Come in for a visit with our team. We'll listen as you explain your needs, dreams, and desires. We'll then craft and implement a financial plan to achieve your goals. And don't worry. As life happens, we'll adjust your plan. All you have to do is take it easy. Don't make retirement harder than it should be. Schedule your visit with our team. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We're only a phone call away. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. This isn't a get-rich-quick show. It's not a bigger and better show. It's not a make-your-head-spin-with-complex-numbers-and-data show. This is Simply Financial. Thanks for joining us today on Simply Financial with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Inside Folios, serving you in the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning, of course. You can come by, say hello, find out about maybe some cool local spots to have lunch at or uh, where to pick up the best meat in town at the local butcher, the best fishing spots in the area as well. 
and maybe get a a good bite to eat while you're in the office if Kevin's got the air fryer uh, going on that day. Uh, Come by and say hello anytime. And you can call 888-885-PLAN as well to get in touch. Kevin's the co-author of the book Navigating Through Retirement, and that's what we do each and every week here on the show. And up next, speaking of navigation, uh, we're going to talk about financial gas bags with Kevin on today. Gas bags? Oh, okay. Airbags. I'm sorry. That would have been a totally different segment, Kevin. You're throwing me off here while trying to work. I didn't know we had gas bags. (laughs) No, just a joke. Financial airbags on on the show. Yeah, not gas bags. Um, You probably never think about that airbag in your car, right, Kevin? You ever like actively get in your car and go, ooh, is the the airbag on? No, you just, you always assume it's going to work, right? You do. It's an assumption that it's going to be there when you need it. That's right. When the rare moment comes, you're awfully glad that it was there, even though you hadn't thought about it probably for months or years beforehand. So, there are some equivalents to that in the financial landscape, and that's what we're going to talk about over the next couple of minutes. What are the things that don't really matter in your life until all of a sudden they do? Things that you probably don't even think about on a daily basis, but it's good that they're in place. You know, the, most of those airbags in the car, right, there's a little key that you turn to, to, to activate the, ga- the airbag. Now I'm going to say gas bag every time I want to say airbag. <laughs> that you want to activate the airbag. And you never turn that key the other way, right? I guess under a, a one circumstance, you might want to turn it off, I guess, but most of the time that key is turned that way. And that's the same thing in the financial world. They're just going to turn that key, leave it on for these financial airbags, and they're going to be activated when we need them. So there's a couple of examples where we see this in the financial world. Kevin, first one, legal documents, kind of the things you set up, and then you don't really think about them very much. They're not maybe impacting you on a day-to-day basis, but sometimes they then are really important all of a sudden at some point in your life. Well, they are. Let's talk about what most people, um, when we come into our office, I'm going to ask you, do you have a will? You know, do you have a trust and do you have powers of attorney put in place? So when we talk about those things, what, what, you know, the conversation comes down to, well, no, maybe I do, maybe I don't need them, but I really fully don't understand what they're for. So let's start with a will, Walter. Let's assume that uh, 100 years from now, you're gone and you have a will. So I'm giving you a long lifespan. So you better you better okay. plan carefully for income. Okay? Yeah, for sure. And when you're gone, you have everything in a will. What happens, do you think? Uh, someone looks at that will and then just follows those instructions? Well, typically, right? Now, if you're in the state of Michigan, that will, and most all wills, as far as I know, remember, I'm not an attorney, Grows through the process called probate. Did you know that? I guess, yeah, but, but kind of yeah. didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, typically, you know, I have an attorney in my office here, Cynthia Fullwood, and I know just by sitting in on conversations, she says, we're not typically going to put anything in the will because we don't want it to go through the probate process. We're going to list things in the will that you want uh-huh. to put with certain people, those types of things. Oh, I see. Okay. So, you know, so what she'll, she'll advise other ways to get that done. Now we'll talk about trust. What do trusts do? Well, trusts are going to be similar to the will, but they're going to avoid the probate aspect of it. So anything that has a trust will go down to your beneficiaries without the probate process in most instances. So if I give you an example, we've used it many times in the past. Elvis Presley had $10 million in his estate. How do I know that? He had a will. It's public, public information. Anything that you put in the will is public information. Frank Sinatra, on the other hand, when he died... I have no clue what he had because he had a trust. It's nice private legal document. So those are the two differences between the trust and the will. Now, a trust is going to come in handy for a couple of reasons. So if that, you know, we're talking about financial airbags, not gas bags, right, Walter? 
That's right. Let's talk about the airbag here. So let's assume that you had, you know, you worked at one of the local companies here, Dow, General Motors, whatever it is, and you've had stock for years and years and years, and you just lived off the dividends in this particular instance. And now it passes down, you're gone, it passes down to your your heirs. Well, that trust is going to do something called stepped up in basis. It's going to pass that stock to your beneficiaries at whatever the current value is the day that you pass and it may avoid a bunch of taxes in that particular instance houses do the same thing if your second marriages third marriages are they're going to they're going to do some protections like that so the trust is very important and typically when you're gone that's when the trust is going to come in and soften the blows that we're talking about now power of attorney documents what are we talking about there let's assume walter we have a couple they're married and the husband has a stroke and he's no no longer able to um, do anything for himself. And the wife needs money out of his 401k, out of his IRA. Can the wife get that money, do you think? That's going to be some problematic, right? It is because we need powers of attorney saying that your husband is not able to mm. act. And so no company out there that I'm aware of, Schwab, you know, American Eck or whatever it is, are going to accept the spouse's signature unless we have that power of attorney in place to get those assets out that's needed. So those documents can be crucial. You have to have them. And then also there's the, you know, the the um, health power of attorney that has what they call HIPAA provisions. You know, do you want life support? You know, that that came all about from Terry Shivo, if we remember her down in Florida and all the, all the yeah. things that came through there. So these three documents, you know, wills, trust, and powers of attorney are very critical. And you never really think about them until you need them. That's what we're talking about now. So don't, you know, they're, they're not that expensive to go down that road and get your planning done before something happens. Because if you wait till after something happens, like the, the example I just showed, the husband had a stroke, is unable to act for himself, it's, it's probably too late. You, how, how can the husband sign something if we, you know, if, if he's incapacitated, those types of things. So make sure you get those things done prior and get them done quickly because everybody needs them. All right, very good. We're talking about uh, the different ways that we see financial airbags pop up in retirement planning. These are things that you're glad they're in place once you need them, even if you don't think about them on a day-to-day basis. If you've got questions for Kevin Ray as we cover all these different topics, give a call to 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Another example, Kevin, would be life insurance. We broke this out separately from the legal documents conversation and the long-term care protections. Uh, it really deserves its own space here, doesn't it? It doesn't. When, when you know people just heard life insurance, they probably just said, oh, geez, you know, don't go down that road. But it's important. It's very important into planning. And if you walk out on life and you have people depending on you, life insurance is going to walk in on your life and take care of those people that you care about. That's what life insurance is all about. Sooner or later, we're all headed down the same road. We're going to walk out on life. And if your spouse is dependent on your Social Security, your pension, and you don't put them on as as a survivor, so when you die, your pension dies with you, that's where the life insurance conversations are going to come into play. We're going to use life insurance to supplement that shortfall, that income shortfall that people are going to have. You're going to lose pensions. You're going to lose Social Security. You may have to sell a rental income because you no longer can take care of it because your spouse did. All of these things come into play. And then, like we just said a minute ago, sometimes we can use the life insurance to, to plan for long-term care protections so that you don't lose your nest egg. We don't go down that road. So life insurance is critical. And again, you have to be insurable. So if you're thinking, you know what, I like that life insurance idea, 
but I'm going to get it in four or five years from now because I really don't need it now. That's okay, but you have to be insurable. Your health has to be in, in good shape for the life insurance company to insure you. They're not going to insure you if you think that you're not going to be here in a couple of years. That's just not the way they'd all be out of business if that happened. So get it while you're healthy. Think about it while you're healthy. Plan for it while you're healthy. And don't shove it underneath the rug and think it's it's not a good planning technique because it is. And the other thing life insurance comes into play is if you have a large enough nest egg, you have a million dollar IRA and you want to pass that to your kids, we use life insurance maybe to pay the taxes on it or maybe gift that IRA to a church or a charity and then leave them other million to life insurance to your kids so your, your kids still get that. Lots and lots of planning techniques that we use life insurance for, Walter. Lifetime income streams would be our final example here of a financial airbag. Why does this fall under that category? Well, because they live as long as you are here. So we want to have income, you know, predictable income for as long as you're here. So what are we talking about when we're talking about lifetime income streams? Well, we talked about Social Security. That's going to be one. Pensions are going to be another one. Rental income is going to be another one. Annuities have lifetime income income streams. So all of these things, when you come into the office, we're going to put that into your simplicity plan because we know we can count on that for the rest of your life, those income streams. So if we have, um, you know, a couple and then we're looking at Social Security, we're going to put both your Social Securities in. If you both have pensions, we're going to put those in there. And we're going to put on if they have survivor benefits into that plan. So if your spouse's plan or your spouse's pass, excuse me, how much of that pension are you going to receive? 50%, 75%, 100%, because that's critical when you go down that planning. What about the rental income? You know, when people come into our, our office, quite a few people have rental income. They count on that to supplement their income. And then annuities, you know, maybe you have annuity that you don't really know that has an income stream attached to it. Well, we'll discover that once you come in and we can show you how that can be a critical planning point into your financial plan going forward. So if your spouse walks out on life, and then the life insurance can walk in or maybe the annuity can walk in and replace some of that income. All of these are, are critical when we sit down and we do that simplicity process, that income planning that we do each and every week for everybody that comes in. And that's what I'm passionate about. Let's plan for your future. You've, you've made it to retirement. You worked hard. You sacrificed. You're the hero of your story. You made all of this income. You saved all of this money. Now, when you retire, it doesn't stop. You still want to be the hero of the story. You don't want to be remembered after you pass it. Hey, you, you really messed up. You want to get that plan put in place and you want to make sure it's going to get you and your spouse and maybe some legacy planning put in place so that you're not remembered like that. You want to go out and, and you want to go out in style, as I put it. You want to do the things that are right and you want to give Uncle Sam the least amount possible and give your heirs and your beneficiaries the most that you can. How does how do you do it? You just sit down and you, you start doing this planning process. It's not hard, Walter. Most people that come in, you're in my office the first time initial meeting for an hour, hour and a half at the max. And we're going to sit down, we're going to put all these things together, and we're going to get a quick snapshot of whether retirement is really feasible for you. Or if it's not, we're going to give you some adjustments that you can make and maybe speed that process up. So don't procrastinate, don't put that off, you know, um, come in and then we'll help you, we'll help you start that process. 
The number to call if you want to get in touch with Kevin Ray and set up that time to meet to go through the planning process or at least ask some initial questions about it, 888-885-PLAN. That's the number to dial, 888-885-7526. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick note, and uh, the sensational Stacy or Kevin will follow up with you to have a conversation about your financial plan and answer those questions that you have. Whether it be about something we've talked about here over the last few minutes, long-term care protections or insurance, getting those legal documents in place or income streams or something else. Maybe it's your 401k or your IRA or uh, family planning. How can I figure out the best way to pass assets on to the next generation? These are all the different types of conversations that'll transpire when you go through the planning process with Kevin and the team at Insight Folios. Kevin's born and raised in Pinconning. That's where the office is today. And you can come by and say hello and have a great conversation. 888-885-PLAN is that number to dial. 888 888- 885-7526. You can also uh, go online to insightfolios.com and click the listen button to ask any questions that you have as well. More to come on today's show. Stay with us. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. Thanks for joining us today on Simply Financial. It's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better, a little sidestep from all the financial conversation, and a little fun. And Kevin, I'm curious, see if we, we can prevent from offending anybody perhaps on this segment. I don't know. That'll be interesting. Uh, what do you think is the ugliest car ever made? Ooh. Now I'm going <laughs> to date myself here, Walter. So I, I, uh, I'm, I've got a guess as to what it is. What, what do you think? I'm going to guess the Yugo. No. Oh, okay. All right. Nope. Nope. But it, <laughs> I'm, like I said, I'm going to date myself. Here. So you All probably right. have you ever heard of AMC Corporation? AMC Corporation. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. They, you know, Chrysler bought them out, and I think it was seventies, eighties, maybe. Okay. So they were American Motor Corporation, and they made this ugly car. I think it's hideous myself. Called the Pacer. The Pacer. It looks like a okay. big fishbowl going down the road to me. Um, if you Google it, you'll get a you'll get an AMC. Oh, it's kind of like this, like really rounded looking car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just was oddball looking to me. And then when they first came out with front wheel drive cars, they had something called a Chevy Citation that looked like it was a forty five degree off the back end. I just could for for whatever reason those two cars just stick out to me. Where I'm like, good lord, why would anybody buy those things? But those those are popular at the, at the time. So that's too funny. The yeah. Citation doesn't look so bad. That that's. Kind of no. got a cool looking little. Th- I mean, I see why you're like, okay, it's it's a bit of a funky back end, but yeah, you come from, you know. Remember, I had the '70s cars and and the '60s cars when I was growing yeah. up. They had all the style, and then all of a sudden, well, then everything was, was very boxy in the yeah, '80s, yeah. right? Everything was very squared off, and then yeah. when you saw something that wasn't squared off, it then looked a little out of place. So now you remember, my dad and I rebuilt a 1956 Ford Fairlane, and that's got lines, and that's cool, you know. So yeah. that's the that's what I'm that's what I'm comparing everything to. Well, I'm going to go with, and I'm not a hater by any means of of Tesla and the Tesla brand. I actually like, I think Teslas are pretty cool. Um, I've rented them when we've done rental cars and gone places. Sometimes when they're just as affordable as a normal car, we get the Teslas because they're really fun to drive. And I don't think they look that ugly. But the new Tesla truck, 
I Cybertruck, I think looks oh, yeah. ridiculous. And uh, some people f- probably think it's the coolest thing ever. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But it kind of looks from you know, it should be in Mad Max show, right? It does. It, it does. Yeah, yeah. It looks like that. I'm not crazy about that either. So maybe yeah. maybe too futuristic for me. I don't know. But yeah. I, I, I'm not a big uh, big fan of it. That and the uh, the hamster car. I'm sorry for anybody that's got the hamster car out there, but. I, I I can't believe it when I see those things on the road. Now, what's the hamster car? That's the uh, the Kia Soul. The uh, the, oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah, the I call it the hamster car because all the commercials when it first came out had hamsters driving it around. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I don't know why. I think maybe the those hamsters were just annoying. Um, and then and then I don't know. Just the they, they're funny looking on the road when I see them. Um, <laughs> sorry if anybody has a Kia Soul. My bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you probably think my truck my truck might be the ugliest car in somebody's eyes. So there you go. There you go. I'm not holding it against anybody. Just my personal that, opinion. That's why we're all individuals, and that's what's great about being an individual. Right? Everybody has their own taste. That's right. Exactly. That's yeah. why there's such a diversity of of cars out there and different styles and brands to fit all of our individuality. So there you there go. You go. I love it. The hamster car. The hamster I, car. I will remember that the rest You're of the You're going to see them now and be like, oh, the hamster yeah. car. There yep. you go. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, more coming up on today's show. Before we wrap up for the week, we're going to answer a listener question, and it's a good one, so stay tuned. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the, anyone, anyone, the Great Depression, passed the... Anyone? Anyone? It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Well, Kevin, it's the final segment of 2023, and we'll wrap it up with one more listener question this year. This final one is from Nora, and Nora says, I've spent most of my life feeling like I didn't have enough money or or any money, she says. But now when I look at my retirement accounts, I can't believe how much is in there. I'm a little bit scared of having this much money because I don't feel that I've ever been a great money manager. What's a good investment for somebody who has this kind of feeling? Well, nor, nor, Walter, we just talked about a lot of this, right? The consistency. So you, you, you know, she's the hero of her own story, isn't she? Because obviously she hasn't had any help. She's worked, she's put money aside, and she's done it consistently for many, many, many years. And now all of a sudden you have this pile or this bucket of, of money that you have to do something with. So what's a good investment for somebody that feels this way? Nora, we, if you're getting close to retirement, we need to figure it out. There is no one answer for a blanket answer for anybody. But I can tell you this, you, you're probably going to be needing to focus on income, investments that are going to produce income for you, um, especially when you're, when you're getting retirement. So what's got you to retirement, it's been consistency and ups and downs, and you're putting money in every, every week or every other week for your paycheck, well, that's going to stop once you retire. You're not going to be contributing money. Now we have to look at the other spectrum. All right, how many more years are you going to have in retirement? So let's look at investments that are going to produce the income that you're going to need to supplement your Social Security and maybe your pension going forward. How do you figure that out, Nora? Well, you sit down with an advisor and you put a plan together and then you're going to see what we call a shortfall. What are you short? So if you have let's say $40,000 income coming in through pensions and social security, but you need 60. That 20,000 is a shortfall. Now, how do we take that great amount of money as you put it, Nora, and how do we turn it into income so it'll last your lifetime? And then more importantly, 
how do you leave it to whoever you're going to leave it to in the most tax advantage way going forward? So those are the things that can be answered, but they can only be answered on, I want to say, a one-on-one with your advisor because we need to ask lots of questions. We need to plug in all the information um, and look at where you're at, and then we can give you some good advice going forward on what investment or investments make sense in your particular instance. Great points, Kevin, and hopefully that helps you out there, Nora. Thanks for being our final question asker of the year. Question asker. A question asker. You got it. I like that, yeah. You don't have to, um, you know, uh, be upset, though, if you didn't get your question in this year. You can always ask your questions to Kevin anytime, or we can feature it on a show in 2024 if you'd like. But, yeah, let's get the new year off to a good start. If you don't have a solid financial plan in place, if you don't have confidence in your retirement plan, those are good signs that it's time to meet with an advisor and at least have an initial conversation to see if, one, you'd be a good fit to work with Kevin, and, two, uh, how much improvement in your financial plan could you experience by going through a comprehensive planning process? Uh, Kevin, I'll talk to you a little bit about that. It's a complimentary call. So again, no cost, no obligation to reach out and have a conversation. So start the new year off right. Get on the calendar here in the beginning of the year and uh, set yourself up for success financially in 2024 and beyond. Reach out to Kevin by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 888- Kevin is your financial coach at Insight Folios based in Pincom. You can give him a call again at 888-885-PLAN or online at insightfolios.com. Kevin, thank you for a great 2023, my friend. Look forward to turning the page to the new year with you next weekend. Until then, take care and uh, happy new year to you. Yep, happy every new new year to everybody out there also. We'll see you next time right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.